Hello, everybody. This is Creepy Cassie. I am your host, Cassie Gasco. Today, we're going to be doing Dear David. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child. And he is trying to kill me. Thread, he started appearing in dreams, but now I think he's crossed over to the real world. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head, and I did my best to draw it. So he had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. For a while, he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started scrambling towards the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis. Fairly often, it sucks. Before, right before I reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later. I was in a library, and a girl came up to me and said, You've seen Dear David, haven't you? I was like, Who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, He's dead, and he only appears at midnight, and you can ask him two questions if you say Dear David first. But then he added, but then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anyway, a couple of weeks passed without incident. Um, <clears throat> then David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed, and he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window staring at me. In the dream, I said, Dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in the store. I said, Dear David, what happened in the store? A sh- he groans. A shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize I've asked a third question when I'm not supposed to. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple of days, I go death in the city. Okay, the next few, di- the next couple of days, I go death in the city, but can't find anything about a kid named David dying in the store. I even try different names: Daniel, Dylan, Devon. Nothing. A few wait. A few weeks go without incident. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is the apartment above mine is vacated, and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another few months goes by, and I'm sort of forgot about dear David. I think he's lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange has been happening. For the past four nights, my cats gathered at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it. It looks like something's on the other side. Last night, I got a weird feeling and looked out the people, and I'm dead certain if some movement on the other side. When I opened the door my, and turned on the hall lights, there was nothing there. My cat seemed unnerved, bushy tails, etc.
and that's where I am right now. Dear David, it's about me. I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. creation i love this movie for so many reasons number one is another prequel number two is annabelle number three i love it okay you know what i just love it it's awesome it's cool it's weird it's cool it's awesome it's weird it's cool it's awesome and it's weird yeah but as i'm doing this i am behind the scenes like for these next ones i am behind the scenes of Cassie. So, without further ado, like, do. Let's get started. Okay, let's get started. So, 12. Uh, the Mullen. Okay. Uh, 1946, a doll maker Samuel Mullins sculpting a new piece of work. And the doll that would later be known as Annabelle while working, Samuel gets a note from his daughter, Annabelle Sasha B., to play hide and seek. Um, and Samuel finds her and starts tickling her, joined by his wife, Esther Miranda Otter, Otto. Oh, my God. So, Amolan's family goes to church, later goes to church. Patriot asks Samuel when his batch of dolls will be ready, and Esther says they're good to go. And on the on the car ride home, they have the family gets a flat tire. Elsa sees a car coming and tries to flag it down. As Samuel is removing the tire, a bolt comes loose. B go, comes and grabs it, but doesn't see the car coming. It faintly strikes her. Twelve years later, a nun named Charlotte, a nun named Sister Charlotte. Stephanie Sigmund is traveling in a van with six orphan girls, Janice, Linda, Carol, Nancy, Kate, and Trimney. Janice and Linda are besties, but Janice is disabled and suffering from polio. Someone, if someone does not stop laughing, I swear, I know, right? 
Um, the girls arrive at the Mullins' home as they open up the, as their new home. We hear that Esther has suffered from an accident years earlier, and there's not much else is known about her. Samuel shows Janice an art, a chairlift originally made by Esther so, so she can use it to move up and down the stairs. The girls pick out her rooms. Janice and Linda go through the room themselves. Janice tries to go up. Goes, Janice tries to go into what's used, what used to be um, Bean's room, but Samuel sternly tells her the room must stay locked at all times. The girls then go outside to explore the area. Oh, dang it. A hanger accidentally broke. I accidentally sat on a hanger. I'll hot glue this. Come on, man. I love this hanger. <laughs> I love this hanger. I'm joking. Right. Suffering from... Alright. Around Janice won't be alone. But Janice doesn't want to be treated differently from her condition. So she lets Linda go play with the others. While alone, Janice... Senses a presence near her. Oh my god. So annoying. While alone, Janice doesn't want to be treated from her condition. So let's Linda go play with the others. While alone, Janice senses a presence near her. When she looks, we see what looks like something walking near her in the mirror. But there's nothing behind her when she turns around. At night, Janice's awake and she wanders outside of her room. Bee's room is unlocked and she cautiously enters. She finds Bee's old dollhouse and some of her toys plus a key that unlocks a hidden door in the room. Janice opens the door to find it's covered with pages from the Bible. Soon there's a doll that Samuel made earlier. Janice is creeped out by the doll and shuts the door and it opens again and she locks it. It opens yet again it opens up again, and she locks it. It opens yet again, and Janice starts to leave. She sees Samuel from outside and runs to her room before he catches her. During dim dinner, the girls catch each brief glimpse of the uh, Aster's room. Uh-oh. And May Esther's salad... Carol peeks into Esther's sullet out as she reaches out to Samuel. Charlotte tells her to mind her own business. Why is a silhouette? Later, Carol and Nancy went around telling ghost stories about Esther as if she were dead and that her spirit is, haunted, her spirit is haunting others. They hear the bell that, that Esther used to summon her husband. The girls start to get nervous when it's really quiet. They hear footsteps. Until it becomes a dead silent. And the hare appears to grab Carol. A ghostly woman appears next to both girls. Charlotte comes in when she hears the girls screaming. Charlotte apologizes to Samuel for disturbance the girls may have caused. Um, she shows them a picture of herself with the old comment, 
Samuel notices one person not previously seen by Charlotte. A ghostly nun, the same one from The Conjuring 2. No. No! Janice wants again awake while everyone else sleeps. She leaves her room once again and is caught. She leaves her room once again and is caught by Linda going into B's room. Linda leaves in fear of getting in trouble. Janice shows. Janice. Linda leaves. Janice is once again awake while everyone sleeps. She leaves her room once again. Is caught by Linda going into B's room. Linda leaves in fear of getting in trouble. Janice hears weird noises and finds a figure in the shadow. She attempts to escape it, going down the chairlift, but the entity pulls her chairlift back to the top before Janice, before pulling Janice in the air and then dropping her to the floor. Janice is hospitalized when she returns to the house for a brief while. Samuel goes into Esther's room and tends to her. He impales at something you've experienced before is happening again. Lester tries to pass off what happened to Janice as an accident. The hauntings get only worse from there. Janice sees a girl in B's room, B herself. Janice asks what she wants. B turns around into a demonic face and says, Your soul. Janice tries to run but is grabbed by the ghost and retardigrates back by its soul. By her throat, I meant. Janice appears, but Linda calm, but Linda knows something is wrong with her. She confesses to, to Samuel that she and Janice were in B's room. But he only flips out when Linda mentions the girls. He orders Linda to never go near the doll. Samuel goes back into the house and finds the doll sitting in the dining table. Next to it is a note that says, found you. The appariation takes the form of Janice being hidden in the shadows, turning into the true form of Samuel. He holds a cross up to it only for the entity, break his fingers and kill him. Charlotte finds his body. Charlotte goes into Esther's room and asks her what the deal with it is with the doll. Esther is terrified when she sees it. But then tells Charlotte the truth. After B, B, B died, she and Samuel were in despair and had hopes for a way to reach out and communicate with their daughter. They were answered by the spirit calm, by coming to be B, claiming to be B, and asked if it could move into the doll. Samuel said, and Esther said yes. At first, the doll felt delighted to feel as B was back into their lives. Until the data entity attacked Esther. And got her eye out. She takes out a person mask to reveal her disfamiliar face to Charlotte. The doll was sealed into the room after the house was blessed by a priest. Esther makes it clear that the doll is bad news. Charlotte prepares to get the girls out, but they can't find Janice.
The girls go searching for Janice, only to be haunted at every turn. Janice emerges, and the demon um, within her levitates Charlotte and claims and slams her against the mirror. Carol, Nancy, Kate, and Turney. Eternity go out by the barn, and Carol gets locked and is haunted by a scarecrow that appears to grow demonic hands and rip the mask off of its face. Carol gets out before the demon gets her. The girls find Esther dead with the top half of her body hung from the wall. On the wall. Moments later, the top half becomes possessed and tries to attack the girls. Linda grabs the doll. Linda grabs the doll and runs over to the well to, and get, to get rid of it. Charlotte follows her as Linda throws it down a well. As she walks away, she hears a noise coming from the well. Linda looks down and nearly pulled down by the demon, only to be rescued by Charlotte. She pushes the lid back and is rescued by Charlotte. She pushes the lid back into... I'm sorry, I'm getting mixed up with the lens. She pushes the lid back into the well as something tries to break out. But the two run back into the house. Janet tries to attack Linda with a knife until Charlotte runs into B's room with the doll. Janet stabs the doll and Charlotte throws both Janice and the doll back into the closet. The police arrive searching B's room only to find that the doll is left in the closet. There's a hole in the wall that Janice escaped through and she is nowhere to be found in the house but Charlotte and the girls leave the Mullins room and Linda misses her best friend. Sometime later, Pete and Sharon Higgins arrive at the orphanage to find Janice, who's now going as Annabelle. Pete and Sharon are taken by her as they adopt her. Do y'all remember? They even give her a Raggedy Ann doll. Raggedy Ann doll. Which is a real life Annabelle, what the real life Annabelle doll really looks like. Never 12. Now, do y'all remember Annabelle, the movie, where they got, where the two people got killed in the beginning and by, by the two cult members? This is it. Um, they hear a noise. Pete goes to investigate, only to have a search slashed by Annabelle. Her boyfriend enters the room to kill Sharon. Next door, John and Mia, Gordon, will hire an Annabelle Wallace. Wake up, John proceeds to head next door to investigate. Now, during the credits, Annabelle is in a room with the pages from the Bible all around the room. The camera focuses on her face as it turns her head to face the audience, cuts to black. After the credits, the nun from The Conjuring 2 was shown in Romania. Okay, guys, this, so, so, I am Tash, and you can hear Simon being annoying, um, but this has been Horror Movie Reviews. Ah!